At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Rocket Shop on the Radiator 105.9 FM, W-O-M-M-L-P. Um, I will be filling in for Tom Proctor tonight. My name is Olive DiMaggio. And I'm Abby Berger-Noor, also, uh, also filling in for Tom Proctor tonight. We're here with Lily Seabird and Greg Freeman. Hello, guys. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Very happy you're here. Um, before you guys uh, start us off, um, as a kind of preface to your work, uh, how would you describe your genre? What, what genre do you align with most? Um, well, I would say that the songs I write are kind of like a inspired by like, I guess, folk rock, but also like a grunge type. Well, we usually play with a full band. Greg plays lead in our band, but we're not all here tonight because of COVID. Um, so playing acoustically. So it's like folk rock, but also not. I don't know. Alternative rock. That's good. Alternative <laughs> rock. That works. Is it usually acoustic? No. No. Okay. We're both, so I'm usually playing, uh, we're both playing electric. We have um, our friend Noah on bass and our friend Carney on drums. Um, so. so this is a special acoustic session tonight. Yeah. yeah. What an honor. Yeah. Our upcoming album is um, like all electric. So this is a very This different. is a treat. All right. Would you like to start us off with a song? Yeah. We're going to start by playing uh, No Light. So. Is a crack in my street. Seems to. 
Wonderful. What a great way to start the show off for us tonight. So the song that you just played, you said you have an upcoming album. Is this one that will be on that release? Yes, it will be. I think it's like the third or fourth track on it. Yeah. That is so exciting. Do you have any commentary on your inspiration for your new release? Um, yeah, so I've actually been playing music, um, writing songs since I was like 14 or 15. Um, and, you know, just circumstances. was never, never really had the resources um, to record my music how I wanted it to be. Um, so a lot of these songs, some of them, I wrote this song when I was 19. I say something about being 19. I'm 22 now. Um, and a lot of these songs are, some of them are like four years old. And so the album is going to be called Beside Myself. So it's kind of like being, a lot of them are like the feeling of feeling beside myself. <laughs> and like the, just, I don't know, they go into like just emotions, sometimes darker ones, you know, um, but it's also like I'm sitting beside like my younger self. So it's kind of like how I came. It's also crazy because I actually came up with the idea of calling this album Beside Myself like two years ago. So now it's like even stranger because it's so, yeah. It's I, like relics of the past then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So are these all um, the upcoming album? Are they all songs from previous times or are you just continuously writing, revising? Yeah, I'm, I am continuously changing like I've played these songs in like so many different ways like I've, I've played that song I used to be in a punk band in New York and I've played that song like totally differently with my band Mommy's Lying it doesn't exist anymore but that's what we were called um and it's to the where they are now it's kind of like the revised version which is going to be or just how I feel about playing them now is just how they sound now they've so they've changed over the years, but that's kind of like the cool thing, because now like things that maybe sounded super different when I wrote the song in like 2018, it's like like this now. So yeah, you do hear musicians talk a lot about how their own songs change meaning over time for them, so you can make iterations of the same song over and over again, right? Yeah, this song's actually inspired by um, a Leonard Cohen lyric. He's like, um, it's like. Oh man, now I'm forgetting it because I'm really nervous. But I'm I'm a huge Leonard Cohen fan. But it's just like there's a crack in everything, and that's how the light gets in. And I that's the lyric. And I was like, damn, is there really a crack in everything? Is the, does the light really get in? And that's why the song is called No Light. And there's the lyric in the chorus that there's a crack in my street that seems to get no light at all. Um, oh, I see the connection there. Yeah. Okay. So that's where that's this song comes from. Um, yeah. Well, that's so exciting that the anticipation has been building for years now with all of these songs. Do you have another one for us? I do. Um, the next one we're going to play is called The Fire Song. Um, it's actually funny. This one's called Fire Song because we couldn't think of a name for it. Um, the guys actually in the band helped me come up with the name for this one because it's just like it's just like an ultimate flame to someone that sucked in my life. It's a roast song. <laughs> um, and I wrote this one last fall. Um, should I play the pick? Yeah.
was Fire Song, right? That was the name of it? Yeah. And it's kind of like a diss track, you said. Yeah. Interesting. I like that a lot. It is a diss track. It's <laughs> really but there's an interesting story behind that one. Yeah. Not for the radio. <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Understandable. Um, is there a, uh, a track you feel like you connect to most? Is there one you keep going back to? Yeah, honestly, the song that we planned on playing last, um, Alive, I, that is the, that is the main track that I have just, like, I'm really excited that it's going to be on, there's no way it wasn't going to be on this album, but I've played this song so many ways, and I've also changed it so many times over the years, changed parts of the lyrics, parts of everything, like, there's a whole part where I'm, like, screaming at the end that I added last year and I don't know it's it's a song it's a song that means a lot to me and I'm, I'm excited to play it for you guys well we're excited to hear it not to give too much away immediately but um what does it mean to you now if you don't mind sharing um it's about I don't know overcoming like a lot of different struggles I've had in my life, a lot of really difficult experiences, difficult relationships. Um, it's kind of like, it's really like, it's about just like getting over trauma and it's, that's what it is really. Well, that is often what music is for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you had said that you had written versions of these as a part of your punk band, correct? Yeah. How has that transition of genres translated the messages as well? Um, definitely when I played it with my friend Tia and everybody had Mommy's Lying, it was like much harder, like gain all the way up, very like palm muted, like, and Tia was like always going absolutely like crazy on the drums, lots of screaming. And I've also played this song like acoustically in a coffee house, singing like falsetto. Um, and it's just like, I feel like the meaning is never lost because like the emotion is there and there's just lots of ways to express if you like the same emotion. And I don't know, that's, that's just what it is to me. Do you have um, a way stylistically that you like playing it better? The punk um, way or acoustic way? I'd rather, I mean, our band that I have now that, I mean, we would be, we're definitely like a lot heavier than this. It's we're not really like a folk rock band. It's more just like rock, but it's not like I'm not screaming the whole time. So, so this probably in the middle between playing it acoustically and playing it in a a punk esque way. I mean, maybe more grunge than punk, but um, yeah, you right. can definitely hear the influence um, even in the acoustic style of the punk, which I personally am a huge fan of. Yeah, I I grew up. My dad is like. It's like 80s skate punk in California, and I mm -hmm. just like grew up listening to like The Descendants and like Black Flag and Bad Brains and like that stuff. Dinosaur Junior is like one of my biggest inspirations, so it's definitely like I feel like it is prevalent in my sound. Yeah. Despite even playing like acoustically. Do you do covers very often? It seems like you have a lot of inspirations that you're coming from. Um, I haven't in a while. Only well, no, I do. It, it's always changing. I love to learn a new song. Um, yeah, I used to I used to play lots of covers. I used to play 
once a month in this coffee shop back home. I'm from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Um, this place called the Zen Den. And this lady, Annette, I think it's out of business now, sadly, because of COVID, but she used to have me play and she'd, she'd pay me to play for three hours and I'd mainly just play covers. I didn't have that many songs back then. So I love playing anything from like Dead covers, Bob Dylan covers, freaking like Big Thief covers, <laughs> whatever. All across the yeah, board. Yeah, anything. So, cool. Love Very to cool. learn a new song. Totally. I am also from Pennsylvania, actually. I'm from Central PA. Oh, cool. But do you think the music scene here in Burlington is so much better than Pennsylvania's scene? It's a bit of a biased question, isn't it? It is a bit of a biased <laughs> question, but I, I don't know. Like- I miss, I really appreciated growing up in Pennsylvania. I am grew up surrounded by like a lot of amazing music I actually was really raised on Ween I don't know if you guys know Ween but they're from familiar yes they're from (laughs) right down the road my stepdad actually was was childhood friends with Aaron Freeman who's Dean Ween and actually one of the reasons I like got into music um he taught me how to play Demon Sweat this Ween song on our broken piano in my living room when I was 10 and there's like really cool music scene back home and also but there's cool music scenes everywhere. I definitely feel my roots being from Southeastern PA. I like that I love the music that is from there and what I was raised listening to, the bands that come out of there still. I think it's awesome. So You said you came out of New York as well, or didn't come out of, but played in New York too. Yeah, I actually, when I graduated high school, I went to the new school in New York and I lived there for two years. Um, and that's where I met Tia, and we had our band Mommy's Lying. She's She now plays in this awesome band, Sedona. Everyone should listen to them. They're cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so I grew up, I played in a punk band also in high school, with No McNamara, with my dearest friends, Emmy and Tara, in high school. Um, and then, yeah, when I was 18, I moved to the city, and I ended up moving up here right before my 20th birthday, and I've been here for two years. So what were the biggest differences um, performing in these different places? Did you see uh, trends in, you know, what people tend to like more? Um, I would say, like, you know, playing the type of music I play, you find similar people everywhere. Um, like, the community in Burlington is much more, like, tight-knit, but there are, like, pockets of that in New York City, and... I don't know how much I can speak to what I experienced when I was in high school because I was a high schooler. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't think that, like, what I've experienced here is much different from what I've experienced playing in the city. Um, you know, there's good people everywhere. There's awesome people, people who want to have community and support each other and listen to each other's tunes and promote each other's albums. Wherever right. you go, I feel like. There's always opportunities somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's great that you can find inspiration from multiple places as well and carry that with you. Yeah. Um, has COVID affected um, your process, the writing process, the recording process at all for you? Yeah, we actually were playing like a lot right before COVID happened. Um, like I said, I moved here two years ago. Um, Greg has been a really awesome friend of mine for, since we were, I met Greg when I was 18, um, visiting a friend up here. I actually didn't even live here. Um, and we just became friends and have been playing music together, but otherwise he was like the, really the only person I knew when I moved here to play music with. Um, so it took a while to get like a band started. I didn't really start this Lily Seabird band or I'm Lily Seabird and these are my songs and they're my friends who have been playing with me, but we didn't start this until like October 
playing out. Um, we did that till COVID, October 2019, I'm saying. Um, so it sucked having to cancel stuff. Like I was supposed to play Waking Windows. I played the virtual Waking Windows. That was cool, but sad that I didn't get to see that come to fruition. Right. Um, and yeah, we actually started recording the album last January also, and then it kind of just all got put on hold. Um, you know, a friend of ours was like, using a shared studio space that nobody was going to during COVID, obviously, and wound up not even re being part of that studio anymore, recording it out of Greg's house. Um, so we really didn't start recording again until this past fall. So it definitely put a big slam on the brakes for everything. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to getting out there again. Yeah, you and everybody else, I'm sure. Um, what about the songwriting process like a lot of people have come in and said that um either they had a huge burst of inspiration during all of this lockdown stuff and other people said that it really you know took a damper on what they were what they were putting out did you see a difference in what you were writing the style of what you were writing yeah I haven't really written that many songs in the past year which is kind of sad probably written like four or five songs mm -hmm. it's hard to feel inspired in that way. It's been hard for me to feel inspired in that way. Um, but when it comes to like the recording process, I've definitely like really enjoyed doing that the, over the past couple months and have found the mental energy to like want to just do that for like hours straight and experiment with new ways the songs sound. And um, so I've really enjoyed doing that. But no, I haven't we had a couple songs that I really liked. I wrote this one song that I really loved. I'm not going to play tonight, but it's going to oh, be on man. a different album. Um, like in April. I feel like if there was an any time to feel like super inspired by all this was when we were like, oh, what does this mean? What's going to happen? Mm -hmm. But now it's just become this like normal thing of just being locked, locked down. Right, almost a year now, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. That's insane. And it sounds like you've got albums lined up after this release yes so you've got a plan <laughs> yeah covid can't stop us yep <laughs> and we have to ask because we've been burning to know is seabird is this a show name is there a story behind that as well there is actually um so my last name's seward um and i guess if I don't say the cuss word on the air, if I just say the something word, is that okay? Okay. <laughs> I, I, well, it comes from um, when I was in high school, I had this on and off boyfriend. And I remember we were on the train to Philly to see a show and we'd broken up and we were with our friends when I was like 15 or 16. And he was just like, oh, Lily Seward, like, you know, they should call you Lily Seward, like the C word. And one of his friends was like, no, nah, bro, Lily's a seabird. And, like, that's just where it started. And my friends just started calling me Lily Seabird. And it was, like, this, like, name. It's like someone tried to diss me. And then it turned into it what I label. literally call myself, right. like, what, I'm 22 now. Yeah. But it just, like, stuck. And my friends from home call me Seabird. And now other people call me Seabird. And it's really close to Seward. But it's also, it, it comes from that. So, it's like your it, brand. Yeah, it makes it's an impression. It's my brand. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Um, do you almost, well, I know a lot of times when people have stage names, they kind of also have a persona to go with it. Do you have maybe this kind of character in your head when you are Lily Seabird versus when you're just 
you know, Lily. <laughs> no, it's all the same. It's all the same? <laughs> it's all the same. It's just a fun way. and It's, it's like so close to Seward. It's just, it's a I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm the same person always. Or, I mean, there's no difference between the music Lily and the regular Lily. Yeah. But maybe... I changed throughout the day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's all the same. What else you got? Well, eight twenty four. Let's see here. <laughs> Lily Seabird. Are there any questions for Lily Seabird? <laughs> I just like that you have the name. Like I think the way that you can use a not so good situation to your advantage and make it a brand is really telling to your character as a person. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. And I would say, let's hear your third song. Awesome. Okay. Um, also, it's 824. If I do have time for two, I could do two. But I can just do one. Do two? Yeah. We All can right. hear another, sure. All right, let's play Bug. Right. This is going to be the first single. Um, we weren't playing it. I'm playing it. And now we're going to play it. Um, that's going to come out in a couple weeks. We have to make the cover art for it still.
I like that. I also, I, I have to say, I love the dynamic between you two, even though they're both guitars, both acoustic guitars. It's not quite something you see too often. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that one's really hard to play on acoustic, but... Um, yeah, that song goes really, really hard really when we're with the full band. <laughs> yeah. So how does that kind of translate? Because you go from playing with a full band with all these other instruments, and then it's the two of you with two acoustic guitars. How do you how do you kind of adjust your songs to fit that? Um, you say something. I don't know. I mean, I'm as like a lead guitar player, I'm mostly doing um there's not I don't play too many <clears throat> too many melodies, I guess, in our in the group. I feel like I'm mostly doing textural stuff. Um cuz Lily's voice, I think like is sort of the center of everything, I guess. So you know, and the words, so um, it's not all that different. I'm sort of just uh, doing pretty much the same thing, I think. Do you do a lot of improv improvisation as a lead guitarist, or is that um, not your yeah. style? Yeah, I think I do. I don't know if you like it when I... Um, I do <laughs> like it! I Yeah, sometimes I'll do, you know, something I'm not <laughs> prepared to do. <laughs> I don't know. It, it changes. It's, it's sort of... Um, depends on the show and the feeling we might mix it up a little bit but so what are your some of uh or whoa <laughs> what are some of your influences um, um as guitar players or singers i mean we have a lot of shared influences i guess i think that's why we're like um you know we, we like to play with each other um you know old folk and really everything i guess um in terms of songwriters like know Towns Van Zandt and you know uh, Songs Ohio and stuff just like in like Leonard Cohen everybody Bob Dylan you know mm -hmm. and uh where do you come from what I'm was the scene <laughs> where you came from I'm from uh Bethesda Maryland it's like a suburb outside DC so mm -hmm. there's no scene nothing um, at all no so <laughs> I never played um like live shows until I went to UVM and moved up here so that's been really nice um yeah so what's your guys's history with live shows is that something you got to do very often if so like what kind of setting would you guys get to play in um well before we made i've yeah i started playing live when i was like 15 playing this coffee shop for three hours a friday at once a month um and then i'd, I'd also did shows with my my band in high school and like people's garages and like at this record store in my hometown. Um, and before I moved here, I played at bars and stuff in New York and basements. And then here, playing basements in bars. Again, we mainly mm -hmm. just played basements and bars. Yeah, um, that, that sounds like a... <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, what's your favorite kind of setting to play? I know they can be uh, very different depending on the crowd as well. Um, a packed basement with a really low ceiling and lots of people really sweaty. <laughs> I like it. I mean, those yeah. are my favorite shows to go and see, so yeah. it makes sense. Preferably late at night, <laughs> maybe having a couple of beers before, too. Yep, <laughs> That's totally. That's the best. <laughs> makes for the best shows, too. Yep. Yep. And with that, do we have time for one more? Of course we do. Let's hear a uh, last song. Yep. This one is called Alive. I was talking about it earlier. Um, yeah, and also just to, yeah, and actually, never mind. I'll just, we'll just play. Thank you. 
thank you so much. Um, as a last kind of call to action, are there any social platforms um, people can find you at, or where can we listen to your um, upcoming album? Um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Lily Seabird. Lily is with one L. Um, and I'm posting about like all the stuff that's coming out soon. Um, yeah, I, I mean, hopefully within the like, next couple of weeks, we'll have a single out um, in the record soon. It was supposed to be March, but you know, COVID, things get delayed. It is what it is. So Spotify Bandcamp is where you'll find it. Um, album's called Beside Myself, and I'm Lily Seabird. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, guys. Do you have a speculative date for the album? Like, hopefully, like, the, like, um... Soon. I, soon. <laughs> Some you point. Know, yeah, it's, it all <laughs> depends on a lot of factors. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, we are looking forward to it. I'm sure everybody else is too. Yes. Thank you both so much for coming on Rocket Shop. This is Rocket Shop on 105.9 FM, The Radiator, W-O-M-M-L-P, Burlington. And I am Abby, one of your hosts. And I am Olive DiMaggio. And thank you for tuning in. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>